Spark Media presents Alice in Wonderland, an adaptation by Meredith Tuvey, based on the novel Alice's Adventures in Wonderland by Lewis Carroll, featuring the voice talents of John Yonker, Amanda Day, Jim Schiffman, Adam Anagnostu, Kelly Klein, Mike Kelly, Michael R. Morningstar, Jordan Krenas Taylor, Luke Langfeld, Brian Closer, Matthew Tidi, Kamala Stromwell, Lenny Mostov, Anthony Hunky, and Jackson Whitman with Margaret Mills as the voice of Alice. Sound designed by H.G. Zeisler. And now, part two, Curiouser and Curiouser. who I was. At least, I did when I woke up this morning. But I think I've changed a lot since then. What do you mean by all that? Explain. I, I don't... I don't know if I can, I'm afraid. I'm not myself today. At least for now, see? I do not see. I can't explain it any more clearly. It's not clear to me, either. I've been tall and tiny, and it has all been a very upside-down day. It has not. Well, maybe not for you, but when you turn into a cocoon and then a butterfly, you'll find it a bit odd, won't you? Not a bit. <laughs> well, maybe you won't, but all I know is that I would. You? Who are you? I think you should tell me who you are first. Why? I... Uh, uh, oh, never mind. Come back. I have something important to say. Okay. Keep your temper. Is that it? No. So you think you're changed, do you? I'm afraid so. I can't remember things like before, and I keep changing sizes every few minutes. Can't remember what things? Well, I tried reciting a poem. How doth the little busy bee? But the words came out all wrong. Recite your old Father William. <clears throat> you are old, Father William, the young man said. And your hair has become very white. And yet, you incessantly stand on your head. Do you think at your age it is right? In my youth, Father William replied to his son, I feared it might injure the brain. But now that I'm perfectly sure I have none, why, I do it again and again. You are old, said the youth, as I mentioned before, and have grown most uncommonly fat. Yet you turned a back somersault in at the door. Pray, what is the reason of that? In my youth, said the sage, as he shook his grey locks, I kept all my limbs very supple. By the use of this ointment, one shilling in the box, allow me to sell you a couple. You are old, said the youth, and your jaws are too weak for anything tougher than suet. Yet 
You finished the goose with the bones and the beak. Pray, how did you manage to do it? In my youth, said the father, I took to the law and argued each case with my wife. And the muscular strength which it gave to my jaw has lasted the rest of my life. You are old, said the youth. One would hardly suppose that your eye was as steady as ever. Yet you balanced an eel on the end of your nose. What made you so awfully clever? I have answered three questions, and that is enough, said his father. Don't give yourself airs. Do you think I can listen all day to such stuff? Be off, or I'll kick you downstairs. That is incorrect. I think so, too. Some of the words are different. All of it is wrong. From beginning to end. What size do you want to be? I don't think I prefer one size to another. It's just the changing sizes so often that I don't like very much. I do not know. Are you happy with your size now? Well, I think I would like to be a little bigger, if you wouldn't mind, sir. Three inches is an awful height to be. It is an excellent height to be. Oh, I meant for me. I'm not used to it. Everyone here is so easily offended. Oh, you'll get used to it. Eventually. Goodbye. One side will make you grow taller. The other side will make you grow shorter. One side? Of what? The other side of what? Of the mushroom. Hmm. Interesting. I wonder how you tell which sides are which from a round mushroom. I'll just take a bit from here and another from the back. But which will make me grow? Oh no! Not that bit! I eat the other half. Thank goodness I won't shrink to nothing. Wait. Where are my shoulders? All I can see is my neck. It's as long as a giraffe. And what can all that green stuff be down there? Where are my hands? The rest of my body. I can't see it moving. Oh, maybe I can bring my head down to my body. There we go. Oh, this green stuff is the trees. Oh, silly bird. I am not a snake. Leave me alone. You are a snake. I've, I've tried everything, but nothing seems to work. What are you talking about? I've tried the tree roots, the riverbanks, the hedges. But but those, those, those snakes! There's no satisfying them. It's hard enough for me to hatch my eggs, but now those snakes won't give me peace. They torture me day and night. I haven't slept in three weeks. I'm so sorry to hear this, Miss Pigeon. And I was just thinking to myself, maybe I'm safe at last here in the tallest tree in the forest. When what comes wriggling down from the skies? A snake! I promise I'm not a snake. I'm... I'm... Well? I'm a... What are you? I can see you're trying to lie to me. 
I'm a little girl. Ha! I've seen many little girls, and I've never seen one with such a neck as yours. You're a snake, I tell you, no denying it. Next thing you'll be telling me is that you've never tasted an egg before. I have tasted eggs, but little girls eat eggs just as much as serpents do, you know. I don't believe you, but if they did, then they're a kind of snake too. That's all I can say. You're looking for eggs, I know that for sure, and, and if that's the case, it doesn't matter if you're a little girl or a great big snake. Well, it matters a lot to me, but I'm not looking for eggs, and if I were, they wouldn't be yours. I don't like them raw. Well, get lost then. Oh, what a bother. All right, here are my hands. Now, very carefully, a nibble of this side, a bite of that one... And a little more... that. Finally! <laughs> the right size and shape. I'll just put these in my pockets for later. That's my plan half done, then. Now, to find the garden. I wonder how far it is. Maybe someone in that house over there will know. Maybe I should knock. Oh, it's a footman! Or a fish, maybe. A fish footman? Oh, another footman to open the door. A frog this time. <laughs> I wonder what all this is about. Why, how curious. The fish footman has a letter. <clears throat> For the Duchess, an invitation from the Queen to play croquet. Ah, from the Queen, an invitation for the Duchess to play croquet. <laughs> so low that their wigs got tangled together. <laughs> oh, my God. oh, I hope they didn't hear that. <clears throat> no, <clears throat> they didn't seem to. But now the frog footman is just staring at the sky. There's nothing there. Maybe I can get his attention if I knock on the front door. It is good manners to knock, anyway. It certainly is loud in there. There's no sense in knocking, for two reasons. First, because I am on the same side of the door as you are, and secondly, because they are making such a great racket in there that no one could possibly hear you. I can hear that. If we had the door between us, you, could help you inside and myself how outside, should I get inside, you could then? knock and I could let you but out. But how am I to get in? I think I will sit here until tomorrow. Or maybe... The next day. But how am I to get in? Are you to get in at all? That's the first question, you know. I myself shall sit here on and off for days at a time. But what am I supposed to do? Anything you like. Oh, he is no help at all. I'm going in. <laughs> <coughs> this kitchen is full of smoke. <laughs> I'm sure the cook is burning whatever he's stirring in that pot. <laughs> and there is definitely too much pepper. Hmm. What an odd cat. He doesn't seem to have pepper at all. <clears throat> Would you please tell me why your cat on the hearth is grinning like that? He's a Cheshire cat, that's why. Pig. Excuse me? Oh, you meant the baby. <laughs> um, I didn't know Cheshire cats could smile. 
I didn't think any cat could smile. They all can. Most of them do. I don't know any that do. You don't know much. That's a fact. Oh, oh, cook! Please be careful with what you're doing. That pan almost hit me. If everybody minded their own business, the world would go around a lot faster than it does. I don't think that would necessarily be better. That could mess up our day and night schedule. You know, the Earth takes 24 hours to turn around its axis. Oh, speaking of axes, chop off her head. Uh, 24 hours to turn, I think. Or is it 12? Stop bothering me. I never could stand math. Speak roughly to your little boy and beat him when he sneezes. He only does it to annoy because he knows it teases. Please don't throw the baby like that. Here, you hold him for a bit. I have to go and get ready to play croquet with the queen. Oh, what an odd baby you are. You wriggle like a little starfish. There you go, all bundled up now. <coughs> Let's go get some fresh air without so much pepper. If I don't take this baby with me, they might end up killing it in a day or two. It would be murder to leave him here. Don't grunt like that. That's not a good way to express yourself at all. What's the matter? Hmm. Let's take a look at you. Maybe you've been crying. Your eyes are so small. And your nose is more snout than nose. Oh dear, if you're going to turn into a pig, I will turn you loose in the garden. Oh, oh, no, no, don't stop crying again. Oh, what am I going to do when I get home with a baby in my arms? Oh, you really are a pig, aren't you? Well then, it would be absurd for me to keep carrying you around like a baby. Off you go, little piggy, into the garden. If it had grown up, it would have been such an ugly little boy. But maybe it will be a handsome pig. Hmm. Maybe Charlie or some other little boys I know would make handsome pigs as well. I wonder how I could change them. Oh! It's that cat! You do have such a strange grin, but I suppose it's a pleasant enough smile. Though those are very long teeth. Respectfully, Mr. Cheshire, I don't know your name. Would you tell me, please, which way I should go from here? That depends on where you want to get to. I don't care then where. It doesn't matter so which way you go. As long as I get somewhere. You'll definitely get somewhere. You just have to walk long enough. What sort of people live around here? In that direction lives a hatter. And along that way lives a March Hare. They're both mad, so visit whichever you'd like. But I don't want to visit anyone mad. Oh, you won't be able to help it. We're all mad here. I'm mad. You're mad. How do you know I'm mad? Oh, you have to be. Otherwise, you wouldn't have come here. I don't think that proves much. How do you know that you're mad? A dog is not mad, correct? I guess. Well, you see, a dog growls when it is angry and wags its tail when it is happy. But I 
I growl when I'm pleased and wag my tail when I'm angry. And because of this, I am therefore mad. I call it purring, not growling. Call it what you like. Are you playing croquet with the queen today? I would like to, but I haven't been invited yet. Why, he disappeared. I guess I'm still getting used to how things work around here. I... Oh! <laughs> Mr. Cheshire, you're back! By the way, what happened to the baby? I almost forgot to ask. He turned into a pig. I thought so. I guess I'll go this way. That's where the Cheshire cat said the March Hare lives. I've seen hatters before, but the March Hare will be more interesting, and maybe because it is May and not March, it won't really be that mad. At least, uh, not as mad as it would be in March. Did you say the baby turned into a pig? Or a fig? A pig? Oh, I wish you wouldn't keep showing up so suddenly. It really startles me. Okay. My goodness. I've often seen a cat without a grin. But a grin without a cat? Of all the strange things I've seen so far, I'd say that's the strangest. So this must be the March Hare's house. The chimneys are shaped like huge ears. And is that... Yes, <laughs> the roof is all fur. <laughs> so big. Hmm, I'd best grow a bit. Two feet should be good. The March Hare must be raving mad after all. I almost wish I'd gone to see the Hatter instead. Is that... Why, it's a tea party. That must be the March Hare. And there's the Hatter. But what's in the middle? What are they leaning on? I think it's sleeping. Oh, it's a dormouse. It looks uncomfortable, but I suppose if he's asleep, he wouldn't mind. Excuse me. No room. No room. No room. There's plenty of room. All three of you are crowded there on the end, leaving the rest of the table wide open. Here, I'll sit in this rather large armchair on the end. Have some wine. I don't see any wine. There isn't any. Then it was very rude of you to offer some. And it was very rude of you to sit down without being invited. I didn't know it was your table. It's so big and set with so many extra chairs than just you three on the end. Your hair needs a good trimming. You should learn not to make personal remarks, Hatter. It's very rude. Why is a raven like a writing desk? Oh, this will be fun. I like solving riddles. I think I can guess that. You mean you think you'll find the answer? Exactly. You should say what you mean. I did. At least... At least I meant to say that. It's the same thing, after all. Not the same at all. You might as well say that I see what I eat is the same as I eat what I see. You might as well say that I like what I get is the same as I get what I like. You might as well say that I breathe when I sleep is the same as I sleep when I breathe. It is the same with you, Dormouse. Raven and a writing desk. Writing desk and a raven. What day of the month is it? The fourth. Two days slow. 
See, I told you butter wouldn't help the watch work. Oh, it was the base butter hatter. Yes, but some crumbs might have gotten in there as well. You shouldn't have put it in there with the bread knife. But it was the base butter. Let me see it. What a funny pocket watch. It tells the day of the month, but it doesn't tell what time it is. Why should it? Does your watch tell you what year it is? Of course not, but that's because it stays the same year for such a long time. Which is just the case with mine. I don't quite understand. The Dormouse is asleep again. <laughs> of course. Yes, yes. Just what I was going to say. Have you guessed why a raven is like a writing desk? No, I give up. What's the answer? I haven't the slightest idea. And neither do I. <laughs> Maybe there's something better you could do with your time rather than waste it by asking riddles that don't have answers. If you know time as well as I know him, you wouldn't talk about wasting it. It's a him. I don't know what you mean. Of course you don't. I dare say you never even spoke to time. Perhaps not, but I know I have to beat time when I learn music. Ah, that explains it. He won't stand for being beaten. See... If you make him like you, he'd do almost anything you liked with the clock. For instance, suppose it were nine o'clock in the morning and school is starting. You'd only have to whisper a hint to time and round goes the clock in a twinkling. Half past one, time for lunch. Huh. If only it was. That would definitely be wonderful, but I don't think I would be hungry then. Maybe not. But you could keep it at lunchtime as long as you'd like. Is that how you do it? Not anymore. We had a fight last March, right before our March hare here went mad. It was at the concert given by the Queen of Hearts, and I was going to sing. Twinkle, twinkle, little bat, how I wonder where you're at. You know the song. I've heard something similar. It goes on. Up above the world you fly, like a tea tray in the sky. Twinkle, 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 twinkle. twinkle. Uh, quiet, you. Head barely started when the queen jumped up and screamed, He's murdering time off with his head. That's awful. And ever since then, time won't do a thing I ask. It's always six o'clock. Oh, is that why there are so many teacups and treats on the table? Yes. That's right. It's always tea time, and we haven't had any time to wash things in between. Then you keep moving seat to seat, right? Exactly. Whenever a thing gets all used up. But what happens when you circle back to the beginning again? Ugh, I'm bored of this. Let's change the subject. I vote the young lady tells us a story. I'm afraid I don't know any. The Dormouse shall. Wake up, Dormouse. Wake up, wake up, wake up. I wasn't asleep. I heard every word you just said. Come on, tell us a story. Yes, please. And make it quick, or you'll fall asleep before it's over. Once upon a time, there were three little sisters, and their names were Elsie, Lacey, and Tilly. And they lived at the bottom of a well. What did they eat? They ate treacle. But they'd get sick if that's all they ate. Yes, yes, they were very sick. But why did they live at the bottom of a well? Have some more tea. I haven't had any yet, so I can't have more. 
You mean you can't have less? It's very easy to have more than nothing. Nobody asked your opinion. Who's being rude now? You know, never mind. Dormouse, why did they live at the bottom of a well? It was a treacle well. But there's no such thing. If you're going to be rude, finish the story yourself. No, no, please continue. I won't interrupt anymore. I suppose there could be a treacle well somewhere in the world. Exactly. Anyways, so these three little sisters, they were learning to draw, you know. What did they draw? Treacle. I want a clean cup. Let's all move one seat over. New seat. Excuse me. New seat. Excuse me. There we are. But I don't understand, Mr. Dormouse. How did they draw the treacle? You can draw water out of a water well, so you can draw treacle out of a treacle well. Right, stupid? But they were in the well. Of course they were. Well in. They were learning to draw, and they drew all manner of things. Everything that begins with the letter M. Why with an M? Why not? Come on now, wake up! Stop pinching! That begins with the letter M. Like mouse traps, moon, memory, muchness. You know how you say much of a muchness? But did you ever see a drawing of muchness? I'm so confused. I don't think I... Then you shouldn't talk. That is enough. I've had enough of your rudeness. I am leaving. Come on, Dormouse. Into the teapot. I will never go there again. It was the stupidest tea party I was ever at in all my life. Though, it was nice not to be alone for a bit. What's that? How curious. It's a tree with a door leading right into it. Everything is so curious today. I think I might as well see what's behind it. Oh, it's the same hallway from the bottom of the rabbit hole. Now I'll manage better this time. I know what to do. If I take that little golden key, yes, this one, and I unlock the door that leads to the garden. Good. Now, I'll nibble this mushroom piece until I'm a foot high. Hmm. Mm-hmm, yep, that should do it. And now I can finally explore this beautiful garden. Oh, what a gorgeous garden. And look, gardeners. No, playing cards. Are they painting the roses red? Look out now, Five. Don't go splashing paint all over me like that. I couldn't help it. Seven bumped my arm. Oh, that's rich, Five. Always blame everyone else for your mistakes. You'd better not talk. I heard the Queen say only yesterday you deserved to be beheaded. Oh, what for? That's none of your business, too. Yes, it is his business. And I'll tell him. It was for bringing the cook tulip roses instead of onions. What a load of... uh, Oh, uh, excuse us, miss. Oh, hello. No need to bow. (laughs) Sorry. Would you mind telling me why you're painting the roses? 
Ah, well, you see, miss, this should have been a red roast tree, but we put a white one in by mistake. And if the queen was to find out, we would all have our heads cut off, you know? So, you see, miss, we're doing our very best The to... queen! The queen! Announcing the arrival of their majesties, the king and queen of hearts. Oh, what a beautiful procession. Should I bow like you three, or... Well, what would be the use of a procession if everyone had to lie down on their faces anyways? I'll wait. They're only a pack of cards, and I needn't be afraid of them. Who is this knave? Idiot! Don't just stand there smiling and bowing. Excuse him. What's your name, child? My name is Alice, Your Majesty. And who are these? How should I know? It's no business of mine. Off with her head! Off! Nonsense! Consider, my dear. She is only a child. Hm. Turn those three over. Get up! Right away, ma'am. Uh, begging your pardon. Stop that insufferable groveling. You make me sick. What are you doing here? What are you doing to my beautiful roses? If it pleases your majesty, we were trying- I know what you are trying to do. Oh, my precious roses! Off with their heads! Oh, please, I, I like miss. my oh, head. It's just please, the right you have size to help for us. me. Don't let them, please. And you know, it's so hard to find the Quickly. right head these days. You won't be beheaded. Here, hide in this flower pot. I'll keep watch. Three soldiers are still here, but it looks like they didn't catch where you hid. Okay, they're gone now. They didn't look for very long. Are their heads off? Their heads are gone, as it pleases your majesty. That's right! Can the girl play croquet? Yes! Come on, then! It's a... it's a fine day for a game. Oh, Mr. Rabbit! Yes, it is. Where is the Duchess? Hush! She's going to be executed. What for? Did you say what a pity? No, I, I didn't. I asked what for. She boxed the Queen's ears. <laughs> oh, hush. This is terrible. The Queen will hear you. See, the Duchess came late to the party and the Queen said... Get to your places! Well, no, but... Odd. I've never seen croquet played like this before. Those card gentlemen are bent over backwards to make the arches. And those hedgehogs are curling up to be the balls. Hmm. Then these flamingos must be the mallets. Off with his oh, head! Hold still, you. Straighten out now, would you? <laughs> I can't hit if you keep curling your neck like that. And now my hedgehog is crawling away. Oh, this is a very difficult game to play if all the pieces keep moving on their own. Off with her head! Rather, it's a very violent game. He's already Off with upset. both their heads! And over there, they seem to be fighting over that poor hedgehog. I should try to stay out of trouble. They seem to like beheading people here. I'm surprised there's anyone left. Hmm, now where could I escape to? Oh, I recognize that grin. <laughs> it's you, Mr. Cheshire Cat. Now I have someone to speak to. Uh, I will, once your ears are in sight. I don't think they play fairly at all. 
everyone is fighting, and they don't seem to have any rules. You've no idea how confusing it is to have all the things being alive. For instance, I should have hit the Queen's Hedgehog just now, but it saw mine and ran away. How do you like the Queen? I don't. She's so extremely... Oh, she's right behind me. Ah, <clears throat> uh, she's so likely to win that it's hardly worth finishing the game. Who are you talking to? Oh, your majesty. Allow me to introduce you to a friend of mine. A Cheshire cat. I don't like the look of it at all. However, it may kiss my hand if it likes. I'd rather not. Don't be rude. And don't look at me like that. A cat may look at a king. I think I read that somewhere, but I don't remember where. Well, it will have to be dealt with. Uh, darling, would you please have this cat dealt with? Off with its head! Very good. I'll go get the executioner myself. Oh, dear. Now where has my hedgehog gone? Yes, yes. Over here, executioner. I'll see what I can do, but from what you've told me, I don't see what I can do about it. Do about what? The cat, my dear. Yep. Nothing to be done about this. See? What's well, already ahead. Yes, and you are to behead it. Off with its head! There's no use in cutting off a head without a body. Well, there's nothing to cut it from. I never in all my honorable days as an executioner had to behead a head. And today certainly ain't going to be the first. What nonsense. Anything with a head can be beheaded. It's right there in the name. Behead-ed. I don't care if it's a head or a behead. If something isn't done this instant, there will be heads off all around. Your Majesty, you'll have to ask the Duchess about it. It's her cat. She's in prison. Executioner, bring her here. I think you'd best leave now. I agree. Where did it go? Where did the head go? Somebody find that head. Did you look under the bushes? Yes, I checked there. Now help me look. Well, it couldn't have gone far. Back to the game, or it's off with your heads! We hope you've enjoyed Alice in Wonderland, a Spark Media production. This program was directed and executive produced by H.G. Zeisler. Adaptation copyright 2023 by Meredith Tuvey based on Lewis Carroll's 1865 novel, Alice's Adventures in Wonderland. Featuring the voice talents of Margaret Mills as Alice, John Yonker as the Caterpillar, Amanda Day as the Pigeon, Jim Schiffman as the Frog Footman, Adam Anagnostu as the Fish Footman and the Five Card, Kelly Klein as the Duchess, Mike Kelly as the Cheshire Cat, Michael R. Morningstar as the Dormouse, Jordan Kremers Taylor as the March Hare, Luke Langfeld as the Hatter, Matthew T.D. as the Two-Card, Brian Closer as the Seven-Card, Ken Coy as the White Rabbit, Camilla Stromwell as the Queen of Hearts, Lenny Mostov as the King of Hearts, Anthony Hunky as the Knave of Hearts, and Jackson Whitman as the Executioner. Illustrations, including cover and episode art by Meredith Tuvey. Sound design and story edits by H.G. Zeisler. A special thanks to our founding Spark storytellers. Enjoyed what you heard? Check out more Spark stories and find out more about Spark Media on our website, sparkmedia.com. Or check us out on Instagram or Facebook at Spark Media. Links in episode notes.
Audio production copyright 2024 by Spark Media LLC. All rights reserved.